the end of the year is here. So I'm curious, did you achieve your goal? If you did, high five to you, my friend. Chances are though, you're probably one of the 99% of people who didn't achieve their goal. Welcome to the club, which I belong to, by the way. If you didn't achieve your goal, chances are you might be feeling disappointed. Maybe you're embarrassed, or maybe you're just exhausted and ready to give up. I mean, if you didn't do it this year, does that mean that you should just let it go? Spoiler alert, I'm going to tell you that it's a hard no on that one. Instead, right now is a chance to reflect, to reassess, to recharge, to celebrate, and to revitalize. By the end of this episode, you're going to go from feeling disappointed and maybe a little embarrassed about your goals to celebrating how far you have come. You're going to get clarity on why you didn't achieve your goal and understand the most important question to ask yourself, which is, do you really still want this goal? Golden girl, the biggest thing I can promise to you is this. You're going to let go of the guilt, the shame, and the pressure. Oh, the pressure. You'll be refreshed and optimistic about what the new year holds for you, whether it's a new goal, a jumpstart on an old goal, or a reset altogether. It is time to celebrate you, the lessons, the mistakes, and get excited for what's next for you because you are capable of anything. Welcome to the Golden Girls Podcast, where we believe you can have it all. I'm your host, Lisa Michaud, and I'm spilling tangible tips, goal-getting strategies, and real-life stories to inspire you to tackle your biggest dreams. You're a woman who knows you're made for more. Get ready to leave the excuses and self-doubt behind by being vulnerable, sharing your truth, and having honest conversations so you can succeed on your terms. Together, we'll set goals you'll actually achieve by staying motivated, having fun, and building a community of women empowering women. It's time to tap into your best self, get confident, and truly have it all. Golden Girl, let's dive in. Hey, Golden Girl. Thank you so much for joining for another episode of Golden Girls Podcast. So you didn't achieve your goal. Now what? This episode is airing for the first time at the end of a year. But let me say this. This episode is applicable any time of year, any time that you set a goal and didn't achieve it. I can hardly believe we're at the end of another year. I got to tell you though, I am a big goal nerd, obviously. I mean, I have a podcast called Golden Girls and this is one of my favorite times of year. I love the celebrating, the holidays, and all this energy around goals and New Year's resolutions. I also know that this though can be a really tricky time of year for us. I mean, you might be looking back at the year thinking, where did it go? And if you are, you are definitely not the only one. This is such an important time for us to look back on our goals, on our year, and review and see how we did, honestly, truthfully, and have some fun with it. Now, before we dive into this episode, I want to give a shout out to one of our Golden Girls Mastermind and community members, Erin. I don't know if you guys can relate to this. I have a feeling you probably can, but consistent exercise can be really hard to make happen. Finding the time, getting to the gym, finding a pair of running shoes, whatever it is, it can be a struggle. But I want to celebrate Erin because she started going to spin classes in October and she's actually enjoyed them. She recently shared with us that she's been going twice a week consistently. That's for for months now. And she's now working her way up to three times a week. Congratulations, Erin. We are celebrating with you and I want to thank you so much for inspiring us. And for those of you guys listening, I want to point out a few things here. Notice how she found something that she enjoyed. That is a big hint. If any goal, the more you enjoy it, the more likely you are to get it. So find something you love. I also want to point out that she started small. She didn't say, hey, I'm going to go six days a week. She started out with going twice a week. And now that she's got that habit, she's doing a great job. She's now pumping it up to three. Lastly, I love that she celebrated her success with us and shared it so we could celebrate with her. 
This is my reminder, and we're going to talk about this a lot more this episode, make sure you take time to celebrate and share with those around you because, my gosh, you're doing amazing things, and so often we don't stop to celebrate. So Erin, today we are here celebrating with you, we are cheering you on, and can't wait to hear about all the sweating you're doing at SPIN three times a week. So congratulations, my friend. All right, now back to you guys listening here. Here's a question for you. Did you achieve your goal this year? You might be surprised that I didn't hit all of my goals. Yep, even the golden girl herself did not. And you know what? It's okay. I know this and I want you to know this too. Goals are not just about what you achieve. It is about who you become in the process. And so today we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about this time of year where it's so common, and by the way, especially if you didn't achieve your goal, to let that be the open door for self-criticism. If you are somebody who has not achieved your goal, and I'm here right there with you, it can be so easy right now to allow for negative stories and negative thought patterns to come in. Maybe you can relate to this, those voices that say things like, who do you think you are? Or you should just be happy with what you have. Or, well, you you didn't get that goal, so why would you even bother setting another one? Maybe you start to hear yourself saying things like, you can't write the book or grow a profitable business or find love or whatever goal it is that you tried. Here's the thing. First of all, those thoughts are never serving us. And right now, especially, because what happens is, if we don't catch it now, is we then carry those thoughts right into the new year and we allow that mindset and that thought pattern to then, quote, set goals for us. Or worse, we tell ourselves that nothing is possible, that we're never going to change, that we're never going to become better, we're never going to be a better version of us or become the author we want to be or start the nonprofit we know we're capable of or grow the business. So that is why this time of year it is so important for us to refresh and review and on top of it, make sure that you do learn from your experiences because trust me, there are always lessons and there's always something that we can take away so that we can be better happier, more fulfilled, and achieve our goals in the years to come. So in this episode, we're going to counteract all that crap, that negative self-talk, that idea that we can't do something and so if we didn't, we failed this year, well, then we can't do anything better next year. And we're going to make sure that you actually learn from your experiences. This episode, we're going to talk about the best exercise to do this time of year. I'm going to share with you my special year in review questions so you can figure out how to reflect on your year, reassess, and celebrate. Finally, we're going to talk about what's next for you and what you can do right now to set yourself up for success, whatever that means to you, in the new year. Now, here's the little theme about this. There's a lot around not giving up. So I wanted to start out with this quote from Babe Ruth, and he says, you just can't beat the person who won't give up. We're going to figure this out if you should be the person to give up on your goal and what it takes to not give up. So are you ready? Let's do this. First of all, we're going to talk about celebrating, celebrating what you did do. We're going to learn from the lessons from this year and incorporate them going forward. Most of all, I also want you to get clear on how you want to feel in the next year with that mindset that anything is possible. So the first thing really is to review. This is what so many people miss. And I've got a great guide for you guys, by the way, in the show notes, lisamichaud.com forward slash year in review. I put together my favorite questions there for you to look back on your year. And you can grab this anytime. This is the one thing when, when people actually, and so many people miss this. So I want you to not just listen to this episode, but I want you to go get the guide or do your own year in review. You don't have to use mine. But when you don't do this, what happens is, 
that you do get yourself caught in negative self-doubt. You don't learn your lessons and you don't set yourself up for success for the following year. So just doing this one exercise, taking 30 minutes to review on your year is going to help you get rid of the self-doubt, is going to help stop you from stifling your dreams and stopping you from repeating the same mistakes over and over and over again. Let me walk you through the key things that you're going to want to look at for your year. These are all laid out in my guide too, or you can do them on your own terms too. So the first thing you want to do is look for progress, not perfection. Look at what did you do? What are you proud of? What are your big breakthroughs? What are your aha moments? What did you accomplish and how far did you come? I guarantee there is something this year that you are proud of, something that you've accomplish something that is new. And so often we never look back and never celebrate these things. I want you to take the time to really look at it and star the things that you're proud of and share them and talk to someone about it because I know that you've made progress and progress matters so much more than perfection. The second thing you want to do is look at what disappointed you. And one of my favorite questions is to check in, where did you fail? And most importantly, what did you learn from it? How did you grow? It's so easy to see only that we haven't hit a goal or that we failed, but the real gift comes from recognizing what we learned from that, how we grew, how we changed, what we realize about ourselves. Guaranteed from every failure, there is always a lesson. And I actually think there is no such thing as failure. You either win or you or you learn. So this is your chance to really look in and ask yourself, what did I learn? What actually came up? Every single step forward or backwards, it counts. The third thing I want you to do as you're reviewing your year is check in on how you spent your time. One of the things that I did was a calendar audit, and I've talked about this before on episode four as well. Basically, you open up your calendar, whether it's physical or digital, and ask yourself, what was a good use of my time? What was missing from my calendar? What should have I had in there? What should have been deleted? What was a total waste of my time? And what will I do differently? Those are the questions to ask yourself. And this could be anything from personal to professional. Other people you didn't get to spend enough time with? Is there vacation you didn't take? Is there medical appointments that you missed out on? Were there people that you spent time with that you really shouldn't have? Was there parts of your job that you were doing that you didn't love or didn't get your results? Checking in on how you spent your time I think is one of the most valuable things you can do. Time really is the non-renewable resource. And you guys know I episode 8, 9, sorry, 7, 8, 9 are all about time. So I'm a big believer in knowing and being intentional about our time. But This is where, you know, reviewing your year, looking at the actual blocks of time in your calendar are going to tell you so much and help you set yourself up for success. So that's tip number four. When you're reviewing your year, then I want you to check in and ask yourself, what worked and what are you going to keep going forward? What are the things, whether it's habits or mindsets that you did well this year that you want to continue moving forward? What challenges did you set for yourself that you want to do for next year too? And then what will you do different? So if you were waking up early this year and that worked for you, you had some time to have a coffee and do a stretch before the kids woke up, great. Keep that up. If you ordered too much takeout and <laughs> if that's not working for you, great. Set the intention. Change it up for next year. The last thing you want to do, and please don't just hear me on this episode. Please actually go do something, my friend. Celebrate and really acknowledge how far you've come. If there's a cute journal you've been wanting, pick it up and write yourself a letter about how proud you are to yourself. Plan an evening in just for yourself or heck, plan an evening out if that's what you love. Have a glass of champagne. Uh, For myself, I'm going to start to Soleil today and I'm so excited to celebrate and really soak up those moments and be proud of how far I have come. And even though I didn't achieve my goal and maybe you didn't achieve yours either, know that we've still made progress and that we're still here. We're still showing up and that is cause to celebrate. 
This is such an important step, you guys. Please, please, please take the time to do your own reflection. Like I said, you can grab my free guide at lisamichaud.com forward slash year interview or you can do your own thing. But make sure you take the time. Look at the last year. Especially, especially if you haven't achieved your goal. Trust me when I say there are going to be things that you can learn and you'll be able to take those forward year after year. All right, now that we've looked back, it's time to ask an honest question. It's really the honest question for this episode. Are you ready for it? Do you still want this goal? Does this goal still matter to you? Do you still want to achieve this goal? That is the honest question that only you can answer. First of all, let's talk about if the answer that's coming up for you is no. I gotta say this, guys, it is okay. This time of year is a great time to release. Release the guilt. Release the expectations, okay? Let go of that crap. Next, close off anything you need to on that goal. If you've got to delete it from your calendar, if you've got to cancel the spin membership because you hate spin, you want to try bar instead, that's okay, do that. If you've got to communicate with people, anybody in your life, your, your workplace, anywhere, like let them know that this is no longer your goal, you're no longer working towards it. Sell the piano if you've decided to no longer be a concert pianist. Whatever it is, I want you to close everything off. Give closure to the goal. Give yourself the space to close that chapter and be okay with letting that go. If you've decided that you don't want that goal anymore, it's not the right goal for you, then I want you to instead focus your energy and get excited about what you do want. Start with how you want to feel. And this is from Danielle Laporte's work on the desire map. I just think that this is the foundation of everything, you guys, is how do you want to feel? That is the, the most powerful thing. How do you want to feel in this next year, whether it is energized or connected or inspiring or powerful or whatever that is? Like get connected to that feeling and then you can set goals from that place. If you have no idea where to start, episode four is I got lots of dreams and no idea where to start, so make sure you listen to that episode. There's also a 100 dreams challenge that I encourage you to do. If you are going into the new year, you're like, I don't really know where to start. I'm letting go of the old goal and here I am fresh and ready to go again. This is such a fun exercise, so I've linked to that for you in the show notes too. If you haven't given yourself permission to to do big dreams and maybe you're just new to the goal journey or heck, maybe you've been on it for a while but you've been doing a lot of other people's goals, I encourage you to answer the 10 questions to uncover your dreams and I'll make sure the link is in the show notes there for you too. Okay, now if the honest answer to your honest question, do you still want this goal? If the answer is yes, 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 I still want this goal, let's talk. If you still want your goal, The biggest thing I can tell you is this, that it doesn't matter how long it takes. Time is an illusion and more often than not, when it comes to goals, I see it encouraging people, women like you, to give up and that's just not serving you. Your goal is going to take time and let me give you some examples here of other powerful, incredible women. Marie Forleo, who is a New York Times bestselling author and multi, multi seven-figure entrepreneur. It's taken her 20 years in her business to get to this place. And for the first seven years, she had side jobs all the way along the way. Elizabeth Gilbert, you know, the author of Eat, Pray, Love, she wrote for 10 years, 10 years before she made a dime off of her writing. It took her 20 years of writing before her writing was her sole income and she didn't need side jobs. That is 20 years, my friends. Rachel Hollis, she wrote five books and it wasn't until her number six book that was her New York Times bestseller. Everything takes time. In episode 10 with business coach Lindsay Johnson, we talk about how long it takes to actually grow a business. And so if, by the way, if you're growing a business, you need to listen to that episode because everything that you want will probably take longer than you think it's going to. 
here's the wisdom that I want you to hear and I want you to take away from this. The time is going to pass. You know, if if you're 25 in five years, you're going to be 30 and the time is going to pass and the choice is in five years, would you have wanted at the age of 30, would you have wanted to look back and say, wow, I wish I kept going on that goal because I'm still 30 and I, I didn't get it? Or are you going to be so happy that you didn't give up? If you are, you know, 30, if you are 40, if you are 50, if you are 60 listening to this, think about yourself in a decade. 10 years is going to pass. 20 years is going to pass. At that point, when you hit your goal, it doesn't matter whether it's been six months or six years or 20 years. All that's going to matter is you're going to be like, heck yes, I am so glad I didn't give up. I'm so glad I kept going. I'm so glad that I persisted and achieved what I wanted to do. So I got to tell you this, that the time is going to pass and it's up to you to choose. Is it going to pass with you persisting and going for what you want or is it going to pass and are you going to live with regret? You decide. You decide if you still want this goal and I'm going to tell you if the only thing holding you back is the time and and that you don't it's taking you too long, you've got to shift your mindset around that and look at those examples. Marie Forleo, Rachel Hollis, Elizabeth Gilbert, very successful, powerful, incredible, inspiring women. It took them a heck of a long time too. So, it's going to take you a while as well. All right, if you've decided that you still want this goal, let's talk now about what it actually looks like to persist on it and to get going. First thing I want you to do is reflect on the goal. Now, we talked about reflecting on your year, which is great, but I want you to get really crisp on your goal. What worked? What actions did you take? What did you do specifically that moved you forward? What didn't work? Okay, what what was not helpful? What was a waste of your time? What was a waste of your energy? What did you think might have worked that didn't? I want you to ask yourself a no BS question. Why didn't you achieve your goal? No BS here. Be honest with yourself. Why didn't you? What was stopping you? Here is a saucy little question that I know is also going to help you. What has not achieving your goal given you? Now, this, this makes some people mad sometimes when I say this, but I think it's really important for you to hear. What has not achieving your goal given you? And let me tell you, you've gotten something out of it because if you weren't getting something out of it, you wouldn't still be doing it. So... Maybe because you didn't achieve your goal of training for the triathlon, you got to sleep in more. Or maybe because you didn't achieve the goal of starting your side business, you got to stay comfortable and you got to stay safe. And I think a lot of, by the way, I should say a lot of the things that you're getting are being some form of comfort and safety because what you did is you avoided doing the uncomfortable thing. You avoided challenging yourself. You avoided possibly facing failure. So you got to stay comfortable and you got to stay safe. Maybe you got to keep eating food that you know isn't good for you, but it's so darn delicious. This is the question. What has not achieving your goal given you? Then you get to ask yourself, am I willing to let that go? You have to be willing to let go of what you're getting, whether that is staying comfortable, whether that is sleeping in, whether that is avoiding awkward conversations or avoiding failure or avoiding hearing no or being pushy or whatever it is, being afraid, whatever it is that is holding you back. And you got to say it for real. Are you willing to let that go? Now, I'm going to assume that it is a yes, that you are willing to let that go in service of what your bigger vision is, in service of your bigger goal. And if your dream isn't worth giving up sleeping in or isn't worth getting a little uncomfortable or isn't worth hearing some no's or possibly failing, then you need a bigger and a better dream in your heart. Wow, I feel like I just really soapboxed on that one, but you needed to hear that. Someone out there really needed to hear that. <laughs> All right. So once you've reflected on your goal, you figured out what worked and what didn't, no BS, why didn't you achieve your goal and what you are willing to let go of to really achieve this goal, I want you to reconnect to the vision and what you really want. 
Why did you set this in the first place? Why does this matter? How is this going to change your life or your family's life or your community? How is it going to change for you and why is that so important? I want you to reconnect to that because so often we forget this. We get caught up in the to-dos and the mundanes and the waking up and the alarms and the tasks and the all of that stuff and we forget why we're actually doing it and why this matters. So I want you to reconnect to that. That's so important this time of year. And honestly, think about how you can keep that vision front and center in your life more often. I have a vision board, which I love having. Um, I also write letters to myself and I read them often. Maybe it's a screensaver you put on your computer. Maybe it is a mantra you say every single day. Figure out how you can stay connected to that vision of what you want that will help keep you motivated even on the tough days, even when you feel like giving up because we know those days are going to come. Now, as you're looking forward to your year, you've decided, yes, I'm going to keep going on this goal. I'm giving myself some more time because time really doesn't matter. It's just a check-in point. Make a plan. Here's what I want to say is so often we feel like our goals are unrealistic or even worse, we set, quote, only realistic goals, which I hate. Um, but what I think that you can have an unrealistic goal, but what you do need is a realistic first step. So if your goal is to run six marathons in a year, great, you can have that. And if you can't even get off your couch right now, then what you need to do is you need to set a realistic first step. So the first step may be walk around the block. The first step for you, maybe you've been you know doing a little bit of sprinting here and there, but the first step may be to do a 5K. I want you to set yourself up with a realistic first step that you can do, something that you could probably do in half an hour or less that will get you started. Maybe if you're looking to do consistent exercise like Erin was, what what did she say? I'm going to do it twice a week. That is consistent. And if you can do that, then you can eventually go up to three or four or five or whatever it is that you want to do. If you want to write a book, well, that's a pretty daunting goal sometimes to sit down and write uh, 60,000 words. So can you start by writing 100 words a day? Can you do that? If you want to read a book uh, every week, can you start by reading 10 pages a day? Start with a realistic step, somewhere that you can tangibly break it down and you know how to get started. That way you don't get a romp. That way you don't get discouraged. And that way you know, you're like, yes, heck yes, I can do this. I know exactly where to start and you can start the new year off fresh. The last thing I want you to do, and this is so important, this is with your year interview and your goal interview. I want you to take the lessons from your successes, from your failures, from what worked and what didn't, and actually incorporate them. So if you didn't have enough time for you, I want you to now go ahead and block that time in your calendar for your goals. You put that in there. Does that mean you may have to delegate something? Hmm, probably. Is there something you're going to outsource? Are you going to get someone to help you with cleaning or cooking or social media or bookkeeping, anything? Can, what can you do more of? Because it was working. It was helping you. Do you need to put aside that? It was, was having half an hour in the morning really powerful for you. And can you do that again at nighttime too? What habits can you include? What mindset can you adopt that worked for you this year that you can then spill over into other parts of your life? Now, if you can do these things, if you can get clear about what it's really going to take to achieve your goal, you commit to letting go of the safety and the comfort that you're getting. If you can reconnect to why this goal matters to you and your vision for the future, I know you can then achieve your goal. Time doesn't matter. Time is an illusion. It is just an opportunity for you to check in, which is what we're doing right here, right now at the end of the year. Start by making a plan. Start with a realistic step. Again, it doesn't have to be a realistic goal. Screw realistic, but start with one small step that you can do. Then make sure you incorporate the lessons, the good and the bad from last year. Dale Carnegie. He says that most of the important things in the world have been accomplished by people who have kept on trying when there seemed to be no hope at all. 
My friend, I hope that you don't feel hopeless. I hope that's not where you're at. But if it is, I want you to hear that, that so many incredible things have happened because what matters is that you keep trying, even when it feels like you can't do it, even when it feels like it's so hard, even when there is no hope, you keep going. If you did not achieve your goal this year, that is A-okay. I am right there in the club along there with you. I want you to promise this to yourself and to me. No more negative self-talk. No spiraling. Instead, focus on progress. What are you proud of? How far did you come? And celebrate those things. Go do something fun just for you. Celebrate that. I want you to promise yourself that you are not going to limit your dreams based on this year. That you are not going to limit your dreams, what is possible for you, your goals, based on whether you succeeded or failed this year alone or even the last five years or 10 years or 30 or 50 years. One of my favorite quotes is from Brendan Burchard, and I heard him say this live. Never let your current competencies limit your vision for the future. And what he means is don't let only how far you've come dictate how far you can go. Don't let only the things that you know or only the things that you can do right now be the measure of what is possible for you in your life. So regardless of how good or how bad this year went, regardless of how good or bad your life is going, how much you know, how much you don't know, do not use that as your limit to what is possible for you for the future. Your vision, your potential is endless and limitless. Don't let where you've come from and everything in the past dictate what's possible for you in the future. I want you to promise, promise to not forget to look back and to learn from both the good and the bad. Understand what worked and what didn't. And no BS, why didn't you achieve your goal? What are you getting from not achieving it? And are you willing to let that go? I sure hope you are. Make sure you incorporate those lessons. As you get ready for the next year, I want you to get clear on how you want to feel and then set your goals and intentions based on that. This quote from Jay-Z is how I want to finish this off. Are you ready for this? It's a good one. The genius thing that we did was we didn't give up. If you didn't achieve your goal and you still want to, do not give up. If your goal is truly in your heart and your mind, it is there for a reason. Refresh, review, renew, celebrate your progress and keep going. That is the only secret to success. Thank you so much for listening. If something spoke to you, send me a message by sharing this episode and tagging me on social media. If you know someone who would love to hear this episode, please share it with them too. Because I love surprises, make sure you subscribe to the Golden Girls podcast today. It's the only way to find out about bonus surprise episodes and make sure you don't miss a single beat on your golden journey. Thanks again for listening and I will talk to you in the next episode of the Golden Girls podcast.